Mood.tv Whoa, I like that too, EJ. <laughs> <laughs> nice devil too. Welcome back. We got uh we got the Gregor man here. Oh, he's back. He's back, baby. Explain to the I'm audience back, because they've been missing you. Um, I yeah, I, I bought a house. We bought we bought a home. Isn't that a movie or something? And uh yeah, it's been quite the couple of weeks getting moved in. Um I said to Anthony before we started recording when your uh moving help shows up eight to ten hours, depending on what you want to go off of what the start time was supposed to be, uh late, it really sets everything on the wrong path. Is that a Texas thing? Is that Texas time? Are they all kind of slower? <laughs> <laughs> Everything just slows down a bit <laughs> here in Texas. About about a half day's behind. <laughs> you know, I wonder. I feel like once you cross the Mason-Dixon line, people do. It is a thing. You know, like service just gets a little slower. You, you know why they say that historically and scientifically? Not, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a lot of not friends this morning. Oh, can't wait. They're the opposite enemies. <laughs> uh, hookworm. It's called hookworm. It's a real thing. It's a uh, because uh, plumbing in the south didn't develop as quickly in the north, and so a lot of people would often go out to their outhouse barefoot, and uh, sometimes containing feces is this magical little worm. It's called the hookworm. It goes in through your, your feet, feet right. and actually slows you down. <laughs> Damn, makes you makes you lazier. So that's where that stereotype came from, is what you're saying? That's what they're saying. Is came, it came from? They're saying it was like a real, yeah, a real deal. The South does move at a different pace because of uh, hookworms. So. They all have hookworms. So is that like inherited hookworm then? Now, like it's just in. Oh you? yeah, do you pass the hookworm along? Or, or are you trying to say that people in the South are still stepping in shit? <laughs> when you make love, do you fire out a hookworm and not a sperm? <laughs> a hookworm sperm? A hook sperm? Or do the sperms have little tiny hookworms that are riding along for the ride? Like Captain Hook and Smee. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, that's as far as my scientific knowledge on the hookworm goes. I can't tell you about as far as it being passed down, but um, <laughs> I, I'm sure I will not post the link, and I'll make you have to look it up yourselves if you heard this random fact that came out of my head. That might be true. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure I didn't make it. Oh, I love. I love. Might. Might be true. We are about the facts here. That's a new level for Lamayak. We're just scientific. Yeah, we're fully stepping away. I'm producer EJ, by the way. Nice to nice to be. So here. we got the Greg man, and we got producer EJ five thousand this week. I'm here, and nobody else. This is family style. This is family style, as Anthony loves to call it. I like family style. I like the OG. It's been a long time since we've done family style. It's true. I miss it. And it's a, and it's a morning edition, which we haven't done a coffee edition in a while. I kind of am growing to really like the coffee edition, I have to say. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm into it. I'm trying to bring the energy up because I know EJ's going to drag it right down. EJ's not into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. EJ's not into this. He's uh, he's hookwormed. He's hookwormy right now. I am hookwormed. <laughs> Hookworm and sinker. Yeah. Oh, man. That's not the expression. Yeah. You got to add a badumcha in there. <laughs> It was nowhere near roll top. <laughs> I don't even get a... <laughs> it's just got a... You just get a boo. Boo. <laughs> well, I deserve it. You know, I've been on my wrestling kick. I love listening to it. It's been it's been fun. Unpacking and listening to Anthony's new revelation into back into the world of WWE. It's been a really great journey. And now I wanted to approach the question via professional wrestling for this week. So... Some of you may remember, listeners, that in WrestleMania 37 that just transpired a few weekends ago, <laughs> there was a match that had been roiling for a while between Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. 
they have a real competition going. And a lot of it stems from the fact that Shane McMahon keeps calling Braun Strowman stupid and dumb. And, and, he, and he shows his elementary school report card to the, to the audience and how... And all the bad grades that he got in elementary school. And this really has rankled Braun Strowman in such a way that... I'm sorry. So wait. Yeah, yeah. Go quick ahead. Quick step back. Is is Shane McMahon like... Uh, like Is he no longer just like a businessman who sometimes wrestles? Or is he like a wrestler now? He's a wrestler. He, yeah. He's a full-on oh, wow. wrestler. So they had a cage match. And if you look at Braun Strowman... I don't know if you know how Braun Strowman looks, but... Uh, I do. Sean, I do. Yeah. Shane. Shane. McMahon would not win that match. There's no nope. real way he would win that match. But so Braun Strowman takes it out on Shane and he throws him off the top of the cage. And then he says, he proclaims afterwards, this is for everyone who's ever been called stupid. And, and I, you know, it really, no. it really spoke to me. It really warmed my cockles. And, and I just felt all warm and buttery inside when he said that. Because we've all been there. Who is supposed to be the baby face? Who's, who's the good guy and who's the bad guy in this scenario? I know we have one guy. I think in this scenario, Braun Strowman's the face. But I think Braun Strowman's actually is a heel. That's what Meredith has told me anyway. I learned a lot of my information through Mary now. Well, this might be his heel turn then. Like this, or this might be his, his face turn if, if he's going against... Could be. Because Shane McMahon is definitely he's, a heel. Shane McMahon can't not be a heel. He has a big victory. And he says, this is for all the stupid people. Oh, by the way, I love Braun Strowman's voice. I just love that he, because Shane says to him, he says, I'll let you challenge me to any kind of match you want. And then Braun Strowman says, we're going to do a cage match. And then he leans in and he goes, there'll be nowhere to hide <laughs> at WrestleMania. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, it was it's so good. His voice is so, so good. So anyways, this leads me to my question though, because I felt so warm and snuggly inside when there was that victory for people that are called stupid everywhere. And it leads me to ask, how do we know when to feel justified in thinking someone is stupid? In judging someone to be stupid? How do we justify that? Or how do you justify it to yourself? Because we all do it. Mm. Do you mean... We, I can think somebody did something stupid and not think that they're entirely stupid. But in that moment, you know, there is a division where it's like, that is that is stupid. Oh, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's certainly capable of stupid things. But I know that's kind of the question. What do I think stupid really means and who exhibits that? And I'm stupid right now. I got hookworm. So <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. We can all just start out as our default position maybe is stupid. But it doesn't mean we don't judge other people too. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we can't get enough of it. But I guess, yeah, are you saying situationally stupid or like overall you're judging somebody as like that person is stupid? I think I'm judging overall. But I think what you're, what you're, both of you are getting at and which to totally makes sense is there's a certain degree of the more we know somebody, the harder it becomes to just put them under the umbrella of stupid entirely. Yeah, or almost the inverse too. Like if I meet somebody who seems really smart and put together, the better I get to know them, I realize that they're probably a little stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like just naturally, everybody, you find all their dumb weaknesses. Yeah, as I think, you know, intelligence is a way for us, or like perceived intelligence is a way for us to 
is a good way for us to judge people, but in the opposite way where we're like, okay, this person's maybe safe or they know a lot about the world, so I feel safe around them somehow in my animal part of my brain. Most of the time we used to up until uh, an election or so ago to, to trust people who knew more than us. I think because of that, we put them on a pedestal too, which is also, I think, what kind of happened. Yep. And the more time you'd spend with that person, you'd see that, yeah, they like would hold their phone over their face in bed and then drop it on their face. You know, like. (laughs) You know how many times I've done that? I'm sure everybody does that. (laughs) You know, and that is stupid, but we all do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) I think, yeah, that, I think that curve goes the opposite way too. Like if you, (laughs) the dumber the person is, the more time you spend with them, the smarter they'll seem. And the smarter someone is, the more time you spend with them, the dumber they'll seem. <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, that that seems like there's got to be some truth in there for sure. Uh, Greg, man, what do you got? Well, I was going to say there too, it kind of semi in line with what EJ's saying. It's like, I also feel like the more educated or, or you know, heightened somebody seems, the stupid bar kind of rises with them. Mm. So they might say something, you know, that you, you, you see somebody like you, somebody is like very highly regarded to you, but they say something that like maybe me or you would say, and it doesn't sound stupid, but because of where they're at, it's stupid. Yeah. So if Einstein drops his phone on his face, it's much worse. It's so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but even like, you know, even just kind of like it's when you are that smart or when you are, you know, when it is somebody you look up to and they do something even just like what probably wouldn't be considered for a normal person to be stupid, but for them it is, all of a sudden they're stupid. <laughs> and that's not necessarily to say that's the same thing as somebody who you just think is stupid. Yeah. But it's, it's a kind of a weird correlation where that goes with it, because it's like once you're at a higher level, you are held at a higher regard, so you're... It's, it's, a, it's, the, you know, it's the same probably drop to be called stupid. In, in, in level terms. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah. There's definitely that built in like, oh, that's just whoever again doing what he does. And like, <laughs> yeah. if you're stupid 24 seven, you win. You know, nobody expects yeah. anything from you. Yeah. <laughs> you can only get smarter. Yeah. Right. It's always darkest just before they turn on the lights. <laughs> His pants stayed on this time. Well, good boy. You know, the, the bare minimum changes. <laughs> All right. But to zoom out a little bit, though, to talk specifically about people that we don't know really. How do we, can we ever be justified in just saying that that person is dumb? It's so easy to do. And particularly because we now, we have brought up politics. And I feel, especially in the last couple of years, how easy it is for us to sling shit across our political lines and just say categorically, these people are dumb. I mean, look at, look back at the election from 2016 with Hillary Clinton literally saying things like deplorables and, you know, like this, it's not, I would argue it's not a great look to be doing that, but I wonder how are we ever justified in doing that or are we not? Yeah, geez. That specific case is really interesting because like politically, you know, socially, you don't want to make a division by just saying that if you believe one thing is dumb. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But, you know, historically there are things that you have to, step out before they become full-on Reichs again. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying in this case. It's not, a, it's, it's not quite the parallel, but you know, I'm saying... You don't want to reach a Reich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, I think for me, it's consistency. Like, you could do stupid things, you know, occasionally and not be considered stupid, but if things you are doing are just consistent and you're like, it's kind of like the, you're not learning from it. Like, that's, that's my thing. If you don't learn from the mistakes, 
And if those mistakes are just something that might drag you down into what I would describe as stupid and you just keep doing them. (laughs) And I think that it goes right along with the party or with the political conversation. Like, you know, we always say read a room like, you know, you can you should be able to see like, oh, that was perceived as dumb or stupid. I'm I'm just not going to do that thing anymore. Yeah. And if you just keep doubling down, then I'm ultimately going to be like, well, okay, so this isn't just a a happenstance. This this is just you're just dumb. <laughs> but that is with what uh, Anthony was saying too. That's like long term. What 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 about with a stranger though? What how how is like someone? How long and what is your angle there? What do you need to see from? Well, that I mean, I guess. Or so I, I I'm kind of. <laughs> I was thinking about not saying this because this is not a good look. Quote unquote. Oh, this is a great spot to end before commercial break. Then this will be the last word before <laughs> we go to our <laughs> break. I, I think everybody's dumb. Everybody's dumb already. Like, oh yeah, I'd agree. With that. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not usually like you're dumb and you're dumb unless they do something dumb because I'm already like, everybody's dumb. It's whatever it, it is. It is the little things where I'm like, you're not as dumb as I thought. Like, you know, using turn signals when driving yesterday, I was at a light. And there was a line of cars both ways. I was making a left turn through the intersection, you know, light turns. The person waves me on, lets me go so I can get through before the eight cars behind them. I was like blown away. And I was like, that person's not very dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've got some you've got a little road rage streak in you, though. I bet when when people when people do dumb things on the road, I just drive a lot. It's just a percentage thing. It's different. <laughs> are you are you just like this person's a dumb, dumb fuck? When they do something, I just get, I just, you know, safety stuff. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm not a teenager anymore. I'm not in a rush. I drive the maximum above speed limit that you're allowed to do. You know, I'm just very safe. And so whenever people just do stupid shit that's dangerous, it's like, what, really? You gonna, and it's always like you pull up to them at a light and you're like, you could have killed 13 people, but you needed to get here for some reason. Yeah. They're just, categorically dumb you're right i I could feel myself building up with rage as you said that we're like i don't have road rage but listen to me say these very specific things that make my blood curdle all right we're gonna we just triggered ej so we're gonna take a little break and we'll be right back to talk a little bit more about this listening the myac mania <laughs> don't don't try to hit the pause or skip button it won't work <laughs> you're stuck you're slow as the south <laughs> we we've hookwormed you through the years <laughs> welcome back everyone um okay i'm not sure how much of this is going to fit in but i can't help but thinking about this so just just go with me on this journey. I just ask for you to go with me on this, this journey. This is going to have nothing to do with the question, so just bear with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about hermit crabs. Uh, That's not true. It's not about hermit they're crabs. They're stupid. <laughs> they are, no, they're, I'm not going down that road. I'm not tempted to call hermit crabs stupid because, all right, listen, hear me out. Hear me out here. This is the thing I keep thinking about with dumbness, and I'm not sure how related it is or not, but I feel... There is a move, I think, to have greater empathy in some 
in some aspects of being an American in American culture. And I'm going to take just as an example, uh, body image and body positivity, which I don't think is a bad thing. I feel like we now, at least I do, and also me, like I've had a lot of weight issues over the years and I fluctuated a lot. So I really empathize with people that are overweight or obese. Now, when I, when I see people that are really overweight, I do, I don't just blame them. I don't just say, these people, like, they have control of their lives. It should be easy. All you have to do is eat healthier. Um, and I think that's probably a good thing that I empathize with them more because I think we know systematically that the cards are stacked against them. Like, corporations want them to be large. America doesn't do that much to help them be healthy. And so I have a harder time judging them now, which I think is a good thing. But with dumb people, <laughs> I feel as we don't take the same things into account. We don't take into account how America and the system of America creates certain people that we would view as dumb or that we would view as a certain level of intelligence. And I think my flaw here is I'm sure this is not like an A equals A. This is not a one-to-one comparison. But I just wonder if we should empathize more with people that we easily write off as dumb, which I think historically, and to mention again, like the Clinton thing, like deplorables, like really coming down on the right as just being categorically dumb or something. And I think we need to empathize a lot more in knowing that you are contextualized. You've got certain things that you can think based on the people you're around. So how can you be justified in just calling them or thinking that they're they're dumb? And it was like a kind of a come to Jesus moment for me when Braun Strowman won. <laughs> because I think there's something 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 to it that we should like we shouldn't just call people stupid. But it, there's a fine line there because you don't you don't want to reach a Reich, as EJ says. So I just don't know like where is the line? I guess this is the thing that I keep asking myself now. I go back and say it's the consistency again. But the thing is, you don't know. Like what? What? The the response to that is, you can't keep track of the consistency. I just like not in like a meeting like that. But like, I mean, for me personally, like I I, I used to get made fun of. Like I give everybody a shot, and I give everybody you know arguably more of a shot than a lot of people that I know would, because I'm always like, there's there's something here. There's there's you know this this they're they're a good person. They just have these views that maybe we don't agree with, but like right. They're good people, and I, I can tell through what I see that they're a good person. So I'll keep going, and then you you know for me it's I, I'd go for a long time, and then at some point you're just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so then you know then you got to backpedal and, and take the necessary steps if that's what you choose to do. Personally, I I feel like I don't I don't come out of the gate and I'm just like this person is dumb for anything they say um, because I'm always looking at like the I guess I'm always looking for the other things anyway. I'm like, you can believe that and you can have those thoughts and doesn't matter where you're getting your information. There's still this other part of you that is like, it works and it's good. And I, I don't, because of that, I'm not going to judge this, this portion of you. Yeah. So I definitely, I, I definitely think I, I would say I have probably a, a higher bar or a higher threshold, threshold yeah. I'm to call somebody stupid or dumb or anything like that. Because you're right, though. Like we all, because that's that's my that's one of my things. I'm like, we all come from completely different places, right? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't always control it, you know. Like I always joked, I come from a pretty standard family, you know, standard family unit. In college, I always said I had a lot of friends who came from like broken homes or other situations, 
um, you know, single parents and things like that. And I'm like, what is it about? Is there something about, you know, people who kind of had that upbringing that I'm drawn to? And that's why we become friends or like, cause I'd always try to analyze it like that. I studied sociology a bit in college. So it was like always a kind of a curious thing in my brain. Um, when I like really like took a step back and looked at everybody and thought about kind of their history. And I'm like, I don't know if it's a thing or maybe it's just not, maybe it's just, you know, that's just who I happen to be around and I like these people. So that's what it is. But there has to be, I feel like there has to be some sort of connection there. Well, yeah, I think it's a little column A, column B for sure. Yeah. But so, yeah, so I don't, I mean, it's, that's why the question itself for me is tough because I do definitely come at it with a higher bar of acceptance for a lot. And, you know, you can say that's kind of a crock or not, but that's, that's really, I mean, you know, I had friends who used to make fun of me for being, I forget what they used to call me, but yeah. It, it seems to me that that's a healthy way to be. I think the more I would think so. instantly vitriolic we get towards people that we just, I think it's become so easy to write people entirely off mm-hmm. for dumb decisions. And I think that's it's a it's a tricky mentality because I mean I think for I think for a lot of reasons, but for one being that you can't people can't control like in some ways this is a free will kind of thing. This is where it gets really tricky because if we're kind of created around the social context that there's a social context that creates us, how much can we blame anything on people? You know, yeah, you have to say that it's all it's all nature and there's no nurture and seems like we can all agree it's probably a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So and especially whenever now we know human nature. And so the nurture by I think you were saying before, like by corporations and stuff is set up to get us doing certain things at a very young ages and get us used to certain things. They know that sugar makes you happy. So they run commercials for it when you're young and then you, you know, it's hard to manage your weight because why wouldn't you crave the very thing that's bad for you? And that goes not only for literal foods, but information, you know? Right. So yeah, I completely don't disagree with that. But I mean, even before that, just like socioeconomically growing up, uh, born in Newark, you know, and just seeing, being able to have access to seeing other people, I think kind of creates you thinking about other people too which is another us versus them. Like, well, if you're isolated, they tend not to think about other people as much. And so we write that off as dumb. But then inversely, I'm sure they think that being used to living so close to people is dumb. But anyway, seeing so many people very young and I I think I'm I'm very patient too, as I I like to call it, because I I think everybody's dumb. It's just how much dumb you're throwing at me determines if I think you're dumb (laughs) or if I'm frustrated. And the same, I'm sure, with me when I do dumb stuff. But like, you know, from uh, even teaching uh, music lessons the last six months, people learn different ways, people create different ways, and people communicate different ways. And we, if you're bad at any of those things, or if you're not uh, able to communicate those ideas in any, any of those ways, then people think you're dumb, but maybe you just don't communicate the same way. So maybe you don't learn the same way. And so like teaching kids, sometimes I'll teach the same thing five different ways, literally five different ways. Like, let's listen, let's look, let's touch and feel, you know, and stuff like that. Not, that sounds so weird. (laughs) Uh, Let's, let's get on the instrument. And then they learn. And so like, I think another big aspect of dumb is not wanting to know yourself self enough to know how you do learn and communicate. That I think is dumb. Mm-hmm. We should all want to know how we learn. We should all want to know how we communicate and come across so that when we, we can know our audience because we know who we are too. Yeah. And I think there's a certain flexibility, I guess. I feel like maybe the, the non-dumb thing to do would always have a certain amount of flexibility in, because if you're going to call somebody dumb, what you're doing is is saying your position cannot be changed. Like you have calcified in a certain way that you are right objectively. 
And I think maybe the big problem with ever calling somebody dumb, which is such a nebulous thing that we, you know, there's no real definition of that, is to be flexible in what that constitutes and how that changes and being able to kind of empathize with people and where they come from and things like, yeah, how they learn and how they process information and where they get their information. And never, I don't know that you can ever really call them dumb, but you can work ethically to make sure people aren't like hurting each other. I think maybe that's the line you draw is where people's ideas end up hurting people. And that's, of course, its own can of worms. And I think, too, to, to step back even further for a second, the word dumb, it's used, we use it as an insult. It's, in, it's like an elitist insult, right? So like the, the way that word has changed to be such a mainstream insult is worth discussing. We just had a whole discussion really like, you don't want to call those people dumb. You know, it's a word. It'd be like calling them shitheads. You know, it's kind of used that way. It's not really, we don't think they're dumb, but whenever we created this, currently the, the word has a lot of power to it. Mm-hmm. It immediately makes you feel lesser than if it's being used against you and it instantly elevates the other person, but it could be like, you're dumb. Right. You're dumb. Like it, it could be coming from any place. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm sure the, the more- word has a lot of weight right now, which is super interesting. Yeah, right? the more you call somebody dumb, the more they're going to think you're dumb for sure. Yeah, it's and it's it's just a word. Like it could have it, it, we use the word dumb, but it could have been stupid. But stupid doesn't have the same ring right now. Yeah. Dumb is certainly that. It's like the word that we use for that. You know, right? Even if you're like all these dumb scientists, and also systematic, <laughs> systematically, it's interesting though because yes, the, speaking of things like scientists and intellectualism, I definitely think politically on the left that's been like a meritocracy and and tech. And technocratic is definitely a thing that we correlate with the left and this emphasis on needing an education and needing to go to college and needing to get degrees in order to function at all, even as a human is what it feels like now in some ways. And I feel like once you put so much emphasis and weight on that, despite being in an economy that doesn't even support that anymore, you know, it makes the right very like we just want to live our lives and be able to go to a job, not need necessarily to do all of these hoops, jump out through all these educational hoops. Like we should have a right to be able to have a family and be able to get by like back in the day, like in the 40s, 50s, 60s, up into the 70s when that all started to change. And I feel like there is definitely some intellectual intimidation going on from the left, but that itself seems so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. As it were. Uh, And so anyways, okay. It seems like we're all on the same page here though, that we all, it's just kind of being able to empathize and know that you can't really objectively ever say that perhaps. And it's just kind of trying to understand people and maybe drawing lines around where people are getting hurt and figuring out ways to systematically make people's lives better without making judgments like that. (laughs) So Braun Strowman was right. Braun Strowman was right. right. Shane McMahon was totally wrong. He shouldn't be trotting out his elementary school report card. <laughs> I mean, I could have told you Shane McMahon was wrong before you ever asked the question. So. Yeah, I guess we didn't even have to talk about this. Not to create a whole second half of the second half of the show, but it's also interesting that that was a story written by people for a specific reason, too, because I guess, you know, everybody does feel like him. So that's why they wrote that so that we're like. I feel better because we're all a little dumb. I mean, it's funny that you mentioned that. The writers know that we're all a little yeah. dumb. <laughs> and it's funny because I wonder if, if politically, this subverts the entire thing, but I wonder if politically Braun Strowman is supposed to be like a Republican and Shane McMahon is supposed to be a Democrat. <laughs> because I feel like the audience of the WWE, I bet dollars to donuts, is, pro- is more Republican. I bet. 
I don't know. This is this is just me totally spitballing here, and I could be totally wrong because I mean, Mary and I love it, and we are definitely not Republican. <laughs> so, so there's that. I would say it leans that way, but I think their demographic is a much wider and broader. I bet there's a big yeah, there's a big middle of that Venn diagram, which is great. I think there's there's yeah, there's people because especially now in the times that we're in, there's people who have grown up with it and have different views as adults now i'd say you know maybe more left-leaning but still absolutely love love some wwe yeah so it's like you know i i I would agree but i don't think it's like a 90 10 kind of split i think you're looking at more like a 60 40 at like the most if you are because there's just people i mean people just love the wwe let's be real i mean i'm right on board i'm right on board now (laughs) i'm totally on this train the stroman express they call it when he (laughs) when he shoulder charges people Nice. Have you ever heard? I guess we'll end. We'll end with this, but it's my favorite new wrestling move. Did we mention it on the show? The concerto. Did we mention this on the show? I know we texted about it, but it's it's the sound. A concerto is the sound of two chairs hitting one wrestler at the same time. They call it a concerto, <laughs> and it, that's how WrestleMania ended with Edge performing a concerto on uh, one of his opponents. And it was fantastic. Wait, he used two chairs himself? He rested a chair beneath the, the opponent's head. I forget who he was fighting because uh, I was definitely not sober at that point. And then he slammed another chair down on their head. So it was two chairs. And, and, and the announcers go, Concerto! <laughs> and, I, and I just that loved it. That's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty great. Wow. All right. Well, everybody, thanks a lot for, for listening. Uh, why don't you dial in at 929-352-6173. Send us your text messages or send us uh, voicemails. You can mention anything about dumbness or how you feel about dumbness or write in with your questions. At let me ask you a question podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Insta or Twitter at Lamayak Pod and that's L M A Y A Q. L M A Y A Q Pod. <laughs> I knew I would get it right there at some go. point. Uh, <laughs> you can send us messages there. Well, we've been getting some messages on there and we love it and we love responding and getting a nice little dialogue going on the Insta. You can also go to Moot.TV, check out the other shows, Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, The Derek D Doesn't, or you can listen to White Wasabi, you can buy the swag, you can get our Margarita Bird, everybody loves Margarita Bird, that's where you fill up his beak Spring with time's coming. margarita, yeah, and you, and you drink it out of here. a straw, Summer's it's here baby, it's here, the Stroman Express brought it, um, and then uh, what else can we do, anything else? Reddit, we have a subreddit, so if you go over to subreddit, Lamayak Pod, that's L-M-A-U-U-U-U-U-Q, I'm dumb. <laughs> it turns out uh, over uh, on there I believe we have a TikTok I don't know if we got anything on there yet but it'll be in the nah, same yet. place it's coming it's coming and also if you want to donate to our show go to moot.tv click on any of the episodes and you'll see a red donate button that'll link to whatever our current donation platform is but you can donate to us there it's the best place to do that or head over to the moot.tv shop and buy some swag yeah we love all that and then alright don't get hookworm till next week don't get hookworm <laughs> Mood.tv. There'll be nowhere to hide. Boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>